All right, here we go again, people. Episode number 19, and I talk with my friend, John Demetralius, the owner of Red Moon Tattoo Shop in Chicago Ridge. He is the tattoo artist there, a tattoo shop owner of the place, a glass blower, and a spray can artist. He starts off with his origin story like a Marvel movie, and then we get into how he started, his equipment that he uses, his experience at the shop, and more. So without further delay, here we go with episode 19. Crank those jams! John, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, so let's just dig deep right into it from the beginning. (laughs) How long uh, have you been tattooing? Uh, Probably over 20 years, 23 years maybe right now. Yeah. How, uh, what made you become a tattoo artist? Uh, getting tattooed ever since I seen uh, Axl Rose, which is weird to to say. Like, I like was Axl Rose like the first tattooed person you ever seen? <laughs> like, who was more tattooed than Axl Rose at that time? So I don't feel like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's right about there. Because <laughs> like he had like a big thing on each part of him, and I was like, oh, okay, you can be covered in tattoos. That's where I want to go. So like. Yeah, that that was probably when I knew when I was a little kid and I seen that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be covered in tattoos because just regular skin is boring. Axel Rose. Axel Rose, yeah. <laughs> and I can't even think of the next person. It, it's just kind of him for a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, did you have to go through uh, an apprenticeship uh, when you started off? Uh, no, I just got tattooed a whole bunch of times. And at that time, I really just watched everybody that tattooed me and a lot of the people back then were kind of worse artists than I was even just as a kid yeah and I was letting them tattoo me I was having them draw up my ideas and it was all weird looking you know more it 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 just wasn't really yeah the people that I was getting tattooed with by when I was like 15 years old and going in the shops and they were all just telling me what year to put on the paperwork to be able to get tattooed yeah they were uh yeah they they were all just kind of hacky artists and when i'd go home and draw i knew that i could draw better than them so i was like well if they could do it i could do it yeah so, yeah that kind of lit the fire they just uh were they working at yeah at shops and stuff you went to and shit yeah yeah, yeah. shops on like state line in hammond okay yeah <laughs> so real shady shit shady <laughs> spots yeah <laughs> Roy Boys and Keeblers, Fine Line and State Line craziness. Yeah. So you you just uh bought some stuff and started uh doing it your, yourself then or 
Uh, yeah, I was working at a pizza place and there was a guy that uh, did tattoos like out of his place, out of his house. But uh, he, he, sle- he gave himself a sleeve. And at that time, I think I was like 14 years old. And uh, it was like a black and gray sleeve. His name was Ernie Qualls. I think he's dead now. But uh, from like fucking heroin or something. Oh shit! But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Great. at the time he gave me my first tattoo, and I think I traded him like three guitars and a skateboard <laughs> and all sorts of shit for like a machine that ended up blowing up in my hand like a firecracker the oh. second time I used it. Oh damn! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he kind of inspired me to want to tattoo myself to know that that was capable you know, or that, that that was possible. Okay, so so you just so, practiced on yourself then, and uh, yeah, and my friends. I mean, I was one. I was the guy that got the machine when I was a kid, and then just went straight into my forearm like I was gonna <laughs> give myself a sleeve. The, <laughs> yeah. O- after opening the package. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you were able to uh, get some better stuff after the trade with him, then, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throughout the years, I, after uh, the trade with him. Uh, it blew up the like a firework, the little capacitor yeah. thing on the side. It it blew up like a little black cat firework. Oh shit! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and to this day, like twenty years later, it never even happened like that before. So yeah, I don't know if he what the fuck he sold me. <laughs> he saw you coming. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> he, uh, he got some. <laughs> He got some guitars and some skateboard stuff out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably it probably cost him like twenty dollars for that thing. I probably gave him like five hundred dollars worth of shit. Uh, you remember what, what your first tattoo was that you did on? Uh, he what? Uh, was it either that I did maybe I, yourself or a friend? It was or? probably like a like a rose with some tribal or something. I'm like my first kid's mother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I went in and gave her like the tribal rose bracelet that looks like like some juvenile detention center <laughs> some j- highlight jail pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crispy. And then I went right in for my sleeve that had been covered probably four times now. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. What uh, what time? What type of uh, machines are you using now? Uh, now, yeah, I use pretty much the same machines I always used since I found out the people that I wanted to tattoo like used them. Yeah, Sobas. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, you can't really buy a new one. He's not making machines right now, but yeah, um, yeah, Sobas. And then I got tattooed by Timmy B, and he tattooed me with a Soba. Uh-huh. So it just reassured me that that was the right choice. You know, yeah. like whatever he can do Heck with yeah. that. You know, cool. It's all I need to do. Would you say you have like a uh, a certain style to to your art and stuff uh, that has probably progressed from when you started to to now? And- uh, I mean, I like neo traditional stuff. I like real simple designs that I can put like every type of wow factor in from like a full spectrum from like black to the lightest part of the color. Okay, you know. I, highlights uh colors that work really well together i I just at the end i'd kind of like it to have some sort of a wow factor to whoever looked at it i think that's kind of what makes a good tattoo to me is when you look at it and at least can say 
wow about something about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like the highlight, or wow, that lip looks wet, or fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever. <laughs> or the colors, and yeah. line work, and, yep. <laughs> what uh, tattoo artists have uh, inspired you, or or that you looked up to back then? Uh, Josh Woods, I would say, uh, Timmy B. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, yeah, or, I mean, or artists that's probably in like general the main too. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Jer- Jeremy's stuff from when I was your brother. Yeah. Um, I because I I grew up, and he he was like locally the person who had his own style that uh, that I was even looking like as a standard of well, you know, if you're gonna be good, you got to be at least as good as that dude, you know, and because yeah. he's the he he was the best that I knew, you know, for a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> How did uh, you get into uh, start start tattooing at, at shops then? Uh, well, I I worked for my uncle as like a freight forwarder, which is like a like a travel agency for cargo. Like people that need to ship something, so they call yep. him and he does all the paperwork and shit. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing that, and I was like a secretary for him for a while, and uh, it kind of went down weird with that, and I ended up getting fired, and like I was doing tattoos out of my house just like as a passion thing okay, uh, on the weekend or on myself or just on friends, yeah, drawing a lot. And uh, he, he let me go, and I, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going back, and <laughs> I... I'm just gonna make sure I get in somewhere, and but luckily I got into to Wolf's and Joliet. Okay, that was the first first shop. Yeah, I brought my crusty. Uh, <laughs> oh man, my portfolio was so crazy. It had like like weed pipes in the pictures and <laughs> people fucking smoking cigarettes and shit. <laughs> and uh, like there was probably ink on the pages of it and shit. But luckily I had like a a drawing. A, a drawing portfolio that he was impressed with enough uh, to say, you know, come in and I'll teach you how to like, uh, you know, just be professional about it and not just such a fucking, uh, <laughs> just all over the place about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of probably taught you how to set up the machines and, oh uh, yeah yeah i, 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 I i'm hoping set I up your area to, to tattoo ad and stuff and. yeah it, it was probably more like the like nailing in the the cleanliness of cross-contamination and not double touching stuff the first time he loaned me all of his inks and got yeah. his ink back all touched with fucking aids and, <laughs> and blood and shit and, and whatever the fuck i was double touching he uh he almost probably pulled a gun out on me about that shit oh shit he's like yeah clean this you can't autoclave this you gotta buy me some new fucking ink he flipped out and made me feel crazy so yeah yeah i i, I definitely took that serious from day one yeah yeah well that was a good lesson for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> where where did you go from there then uh like just tattooing at his shop yeah 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 i i made like a a quick transition into it because it had to be like my main way to make you know to pay my bills and shit if i wasn't going to be working for my uncle i'm a high school dropout i fucking dropped out like junior year with freshman credits (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I felt like the only way to pay a mortgage was to either be uh, working for my uncle or somebody doing me a favor. Yeah. Luckily, he fired me and uh, lit the fire to go and uh, you know do my own thing. Pursue and, your passion. <laughs> yeah, and luckily I got a chance and I was able to kind of get myself up to speed with everybody enough to be tattooing to make money yeah. within uh, probably maybe three months of being there. Yeah. Learning all the ins and outs of the biz. <laughs> yeah, mainly just teaching professional me. customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not real professional back then. It was the fucking cowboy pirate days of <laughs> me tooing and yeah. you know, guys getting canceled. Everybody I worked with would probably get canceled at every shop that I've been in. <laughs> Yeah. from before you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> what shop uh did you go uh, on f- from then wolf's then where where did you go next uh i was at wolf's and then i went to flesh gear in rockdale and then uh yeah just kind of all, all over from there i was at body by design for a little while and then uh i i opened up my own place oh yeah where where's that at on chicago ridge it's called oh. red moon Red Moon Tattoo. Red Moon Tattoos. You guys uh, offer piercings there, too? Or? Yep. 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 We had a good piercer. Cool, cool. <laughs> She's a good piercer. <laughs> How often uh, do you have, like, someone come in to get uh, a tattoo fixed that they they got, like, from somewhere else? Oh, dude, if, every day. Yeah? <clears throat> every day. You I'm do, all... like, a lot of cover-ups or... Uh, straight, I mean, straight I did, fixing lines and stuff or shaving. if i can i mean i'm pretty much your average tattoo hooker when <laughs> it comes down to it at the end of the day i just kind of do whatever the client wants of me and then uh-huh. i wash up and do whatever i want for fun at home later you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah i do a lot of just whatever people ask of me you know okay. a lot of yeah. names a lot of uh so it's stuff they bring Walking in, probably. Shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. From, from Etsy or or, or Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Pinterest, they yep. are. <laughs> That's cool. You got to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you ever do get a chance to talk them into, you know, the kind of sh- shit you you want to do? Uh, I mean, over the years, I, that was kind of something I did. Maybe the first couple years I tattooed, I really tried to like make everybody get the tattoo that I felt was the coolest thing for them. Yeah. Oh, the, over the years, I kind of adjusted my, the, the way that I do it to where like I give them what I feel could be the best rendition of what they're asking me to do the cleanest and, uh, you know, the smoothest looking cleanest version of their idea whatever it may be right and then whatever i want to do to like blow my art wad off i'll <laughs> i'll paint that in my spare time and uh-huh kind of enjoy it then this way i'm not like really dependent on the client yeah to keep me happy otherwise yeah okay yeah for sure you know you see i only post like fucking i'm down to like posting two three tattoos a year <laughs> yeah now because that's all i do really <laughs> Of the ones that like I get full control over, so uh-huh. so yeah, I the do custom, a lot of custom stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there are times where people are like, "Here, do a rose, and you can do it however you want, or uh-huh. do whatever you want." Those yeah. are kind of uh, mm-hmm. the ones that I go off on, and yeah, 
<laughs> everything else I'm I just try and be like a like a good little hooker about <laughs> what's some of your uh favorite designs to tattoo on on someone you got any kind of favorite kind of stuff or I mean I like roses um yeah I've seen, I've seen the the different roses you like do. any type of thing you know any type like Really, that's, I, I think, people's even main problem about getting tattooed is not knowing what to get. Yeah. Like, they're, like, people have such a baseline of, uh, you know, yeah, of what they, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, they just want to get tattooed they, rather they than knowing what they want to get tattooed. <laughs> yeah, like, they know they want something, but they don't know, you know, I like... Yeah. People should just learn that uh, it it really has to just be an image that reminds them of their meaning. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if your grandpa, if your grandma was into bingo or something, and you get a bingo dabber with yeah. a thing that says grandma or not, because the bingo dabber, when you look at it, it's gonna <laughs> remind you of her. Yeah. You know, if you got a kid and his favorite toy is a truck and you get a truck on you yeah you know everything don't have to be just a name or a word or you know yeah could be an object or an animal or a person or and even just to make it more personal like it 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 really blows my mind how many uh like even like this is kind of weird to even think of too it's like like cancer ribbons people who get like Mm -hmm. Uh, cancer ribbons for their family. I do so many of them. Yeah, and, and it's like, man, I, if I if I died of cancer and my kid got a fucking ribbon <laughs> to signify my my existence yeah. by the by the disease that killed me, yeah, I'd fucking haunt his ass. You know? Like <laughs> like a, mem- a memorial. Memorial yeah, like, ribbon or yeah, you got to make the person more than fight cancer, the disease or, that that did them in. You know, you yeah, give them something. I mean, my dad died of cancer too. I, I feel like the last thing I would get to to remember him by would be that. You know, <laughs> yeah. It'd be more yeah. like like he liked Chevy Novas. I'd get like a Nova, right, right. like tattooed on me with his uh, name or you know, wh- I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Something Symbolism, that makes a, a good know. memory rather than something that took a person in or <laughs> or even people that that get tattoos that just like mark them as something you know I used to see this chick at the gym that like just every like every day I went there and I would just kind of see her as this girl that like worked out and i and worked out every day and had like a a lot of uh I don't know, like a lot of structure to her life. She's mm-hmm. in there every day, and then all of a sudden, she came in in, in a tank top, and she had the, like a big ass uh, Serenity prayer tattooed on her back and shit, you <laughs> oh, know. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, I like I start even thinking. I'm not a very judgmental person, but you know, I start thinking like, oh man, you know, she had an alcoholic problem or, oh, or yeah. a drug problem or <laughs> uh, you know whatever the case may be. And yeah. I, I think like people just have to. Like instead of getting a tattoo that, uh, you know, a fucking a semicolon because you're gonna kill yourself or because someone had or you know whatever it is, like you you, you kind of just need to be more personal about it to where, it, it you know you're good at get something on your arm that says like I'm good enough. Yeah. Like I've tattooed like that on a lot of like people lately, and 
it's more like, man, you, it's almost like you're looking at a little symbol that signifies like a suicide or, or dark thoughts or something <laughs> like that. And yeah, in the, in the other frame of it, I mean, I would more recommend that you would look towards an image that makes you happy. If, if that's kind of what, you know, yeah, if sunsets right? make you happy or kittens or dogs <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> you, know, you put, put a, a pizza, I get a fucking big piece of Sbarro pizza on your arm. <laughs> oh, so <Sbarro. laughs> you'd be happy when you look at it and shit, you know, and, and that can be that meaning, but it doesn't make it to where if you go into a job interview, someone's looking at you like you have like mental issues or like, you know, yeah. they, they have to ask you questions about, you know, right, right. <laughs> well, are you okay? And yeah. it, like, it was that for someone, you know, you know your yeah. tattoos can mean stuff, but you know, right. <laughs> make them mean something to you, make it personal. Uh huh. Make it happy. <laughs> yeah. Pizza. <laughs> Make it happy. Don't be sad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get a sad pizza. <laughs> sad pizza. <laughs> What's uh, some of your least favorite tattoo uh, designs or either either the design itself or like where people ask you to, to place it to get tattooed at? I mean, I, the whole like movement of like face doodad tattoos, I don't really fuck with. Yeah. I don't, I'm not doing names over eyebrows and, okay <laughs> uh like face tattoos i i really don't feel like doing yeah uh no because i don't want the response I, I don't want the responsibility <laughs> of doing some tiny little doodad and if, if he you yeah. know whatnot but yeah. fingers i don't want to fuck with fingers or sides <laughs> of hands or sides yeah. of fingers or feet yeah sides of feet <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty good on, on, on any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, uh, I don't know, rib rib cages and stuff. Is that? To... I mean, I prefer tattoos that I can finish in one session. I, I'm not really the multi-session loving <laughs> artist. Yeah. Like, I it's really hard to get a, a good picture off something that isn't either fully healed that's been a multi-session piece or yeah. you know I, I like to do like the one five six hour sitting and then yeah have like something cool to show and get a picture and yeah you know, you're good yeah Is there any body part you want to stay away from <laughs> I, uh, I guess you said like the hands and then the feet. face hands <laughs> yeah uh yeah subject matter i'm not really too picky of i, I i'm actually really surprised how many artists put so much of their personal beliefs into what they will and won't tattoo. Uh-huh. You know, I, I hear like interviews on YouTube and shit and people are like, my, uh, my client came in and they wanted, uh, like XXX Tentacion's fucking, uh, <laughs> like that little dead tree that he had on his forehead. Oh, uh, okay. This fucking lady on, on an interview is like, Oh, he wanted this and this the the artist abused his girlfriend back in the day and I can't put a tattoo from somebody who abuses women, so I told him oh, I won't okay. do the tattoo. Like yeah. I, I don't really have morals into what the like I said, I'm I'm a fucking hooker when it comes to tattoos. So I mean I've tattooed a tree with with fucking white people hanging from it on oh. a black dude before. Oh. And, and I really didn't think much of it and shit. Like he, he kind of acted like it was more of like a joke thing, but 
joke thing or not. I mean, if you get an extreme image tattooed on you, yeah. I, I think you're the one that has to live with it more than right. what my morals are or whatnot. Right, you know? right. I'd be like, yeah, I'm the one doing it, but you got to live with this shit. <laughs> you well, got to explain it every time someone sees that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, I'm merely like a fucking barber in a mm-hmm. sense. Like, I'm like an art barber, you yeah. know? Like, it's not personal at that point. He's not coming at me. He never even looked at my portfolio probably even before he just walked in he's like you do tattoos on oh, yeah. a tree with like white people hanging off white presidents actually oh, hanging no. off it he had like a <laughs> oh, like shit. an abe lincoln and a fucking, Is that uh, george recent? washington no that was a couple years probably maybe like four years ago oh okay but uh but then i mean uh there was a couple years ago some guy came in and uh it was a like a big russian or polish guy he had a big heavy foreign accent of one of those ish type descents and he uh like right below his fucking uh his arm he had like a swastika that was like five by five (laughs) inches wide like right below where his like arm sleeve t-shirt would be yeah and he took off his coat and i seen it right away and it was all like kind of speckled up like some asshole just did it like really quick and it was all like it was in there and, and big and bold enough to where, like, I figured he was going to want to cover it. Yeah. You know? So as soon as he started talking, I interrupt. I'm like, dude, I, I can't do anything with that. Yeah. I can't cover that. What do you mean? Yeah. He's like, no, no, I want to get it fixed. I want to get it bold and big and black. I'm <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> I'm like, it's going to be like $400. <laughs> He's like, four or $500, whatever you want to do. I was oh, like, man. oh, fuck, sit down, dude. I mean, because... In the end of the day, that doesn't reflect me, I don't believe. Yeah. I, I, I feel like uh, I'll tattoo Jesus on, on people all day. I'm not really, a, I'm not a Christian person at all. Right. I'll tattoo St. Michael uh, stabbing the devil in the head. <laughs> I, I'll tattoo, you know, yeah. whatever the fuck. I, yeah. I mean, I'll tattoo a tree with white presidents hanging off of it. and <laughs> uh, a, I, I mean, I don't want to be like a fucking some asshole white power tattoo or anything like that for, right. for sure yeah but i mean in the sense of just kind of doing whatever people come in and ask for yeah. i don't think that's my responsibility yeah yeah they're the ones who are gonna have to wear it and explain it <laughs> they should have thought about that before they came in <laughs> i mean it's kind of weird even on the flip side too of like the artists that are willing to cover that shit for free and I, I wonder even harder about that, and it seems like everybody seems to agree with it. Yeah. Like, where they're like, oh, yeah, you're doing something good. Yeah. And in the world I come from, fucking lessons are either painful or or fucking very expensive, yeah. or both. Yeah. You know, that's the only way a lesson's learned. And, right, right. You know, it's fine. Somebody comes in and they have some, some fucking hate symbol they want covered up. Yeah. I mean, I'll cover it, but believe you're going to pay full price and yeah. pray the cover-up uh, bonus that you're going to give me for <laughs> fucking with something all crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you... <laughs> yeah. so I don't know what that make, if that makes me a bad person. It seems like everybody else in the tattoo industry thinks differently. Yeah. So, I mean, that might, like, somebody might come in with, like, some real good point to, like, sweep me off my fucking feet or something <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I guess I shouldn't have fucking labeled that fucking 
asshole Nazi a Nazi. Yeah. But in the end, it's almost doing a public service in my eyes. I mean, if some fucking uh, person wants to deal with him, they're going to have to look at his arm and know who the fuck they're dealing with. You <laughs> right. Know? right. It's twice as dangerous when you're some closeted Jeffrey Dahmer. You don't look like a fucking <laughs> a racist or a serial killer, but you are one. You yeah. know, those are the people that, that end up fucking people over, you know. God forbid a fucking black guy goes to, to, to fucking buy a car from that guy or something. Right. You, know, you go see he has a big swastika. Maybe you want to fucking <laughs> yeah. not get out of your car or something. You know, it's a right. big warning symbol. Hello, this is an asshole. Look who you're dealing with, you know. Uh-huh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got your own sh- shop now. Uh you think that's uh, probably like the ultimate go- goal for every uh tattoo artist to have their own shop and be able to do what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was I'm a terrible business person. <laughs> like <laughs> and I own a business. I think the main reason I wanted to own a tattoo shop is just so it could be like, like my personal, it, it's pretty much like my home esque yeah. that people just come to the door. I let them in and I get to, you know, they get tattooed yeah. and shit. That's yeah. kind of what I want. Gives you the freedom to what you want to do. I'm the boss of sorts to where I can put whatever the fuck I want on the radio or I can be listening to whatever. I could listen to a podcast or I can just do whatever I want. It's just yeah. my little domain. I don't have to share interest with anybody. I'm not trying to make a million dollars from having five artists there and dealing yeah. with everybody's bullshit. <laughs> like, like I'd rather just kind of sit in my hole. When somebody needs my my services, I pop out and yeah. give them give them a clean <laughs> version of whatever they're asking for. And right, is it just you at the uh, shop then, or uh, got... right now it, it's me and another artist in the piercer? Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, it's pretty small and chill. It's yeah. kind of been that way for the oh. shop. Shop's been open ten years now. So oh, okay, yeah. They, uh, you, you get along and stuff with everybody then it's chill. Yeah. 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 It's real chill. Cool. (laughs) Uh, what, yeah, well, I guess I know the answer to this then. What's harder, uh, do you think doing, doing tattoos or or running the tattoo shop? Uh, probably the business side of it. Yeah. Business, business is harder Mm -hmm. because I, my, my mind don't think advertising and yesing people and shaking yeah. hands and going to talk with somebody I wouldn't normally just decide to talk. Like, yeah, business shit is the opposite of what I like. Yeah. I, I like just kind of doing my thing my yeah. own way. I like just tattooing people, let, letting at that, you know, seeing that they're happy with it. I look at it and I'm super picky about quality yeah. You know, I, I shoot for perfection. I was taught that anything under perfection was shit. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a crooked fucking line or two or there, there's a stumpy little point that <laughs> should be pointy, then yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. Then you shouldn't be doing that or you shouldn't be posting pictures yet. Maybe right. go back and fucking work discover your, your roots again. Yeah. <laughs> work on your line work. <laughs> Designs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what does it mean to become a uh, tattoo artist, uh, I guess, these days? You know, working working crazy hours and 
not being able to see your your family and stuff. I don't know, working on the weekends. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, since I opened the shop, I pretty much been there seven days a week. You a know. lot of uh, evening hour, evening to night hours, and and yeah, yeah. My, I, I mean, it, it's not yeah, nothing to real complain about now. I mean, I, I'm the the busier you get, it seems like the more bougie you get with. Uh, plug in what time you want to be at work. I set your appointments later and later. Yeah. And sometimes I don't set my appointment till four or five o'clock. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, if I don't have my son on the day, I'll roll out of bed at, you know, one thirty, two o'clock. And, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. Even that chiller than any other job that I, that I've worked for sure. <laughs> and the, the free time, uh, kind of, kind of all just, Aaron aimed at uh, doing tattoos and keeping the shop uh, going and stuff like that. Then. Free time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, free time now is with my son. I mean, yeah. he's he's seven, so, I mean, and not in school. I mean, he's doing homeschool, so, I mean, it's yeah. still kind of like, like a long summer vacation, so I'm kind of, nothing's open, so, I mean, we're doing, like, made-up shit, like going <laughs> to the fucking park and exploring and fishing and <laughs> oh heck yeah uh, yeah I mean, building snowmen and shit <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got any crazy stories about a, a customer uh <laughs> or the reasons they they want like a, a crazy tattoo other than the uh the dude with the uh <laughs> The tree, the tree with the dude hanging the from dead it. presidents. It was the dead president tree. <laughs> Get George, it. George Washington. Yeah. Any crazy customers? Uh, um, I mean, I, I'd say like probably deep down the craziest customer. Well, yeah, the craziest customer was probably this 70 year old lady when I worked in Rockdale at Flesh Gear. She had to be like, between 60 or itching on 70 and uh she came in and she had a breast lift augmentation rejuvenation whatever she needed she she got her tits to look younger yeah and uh they did they did the one where they take the nipple off and then put the nipple in a in a better looking spot oh shit but the better i didn't even know they could do that (laughs) yeah yeah you know i mean the ones that uh usually the ones that have like the lollipop scars you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like the scar that comes down like this okay yeah so uh so i mean and that's not the funny part you know the funny part is that they fucking took her nipple off and then replaced her nipple right smack dab in the middle of a tattoo that was there it was like an irish tattoo oh, of shit. a fucking four-leaf clover and it had some saying underneath it yeah so they put the nipple right in the center of the tattoo so it was a nipple and then the (laughs) corners of the nipples it was like a green uh four-leaf clover coming out the corner of it and shit yeah so you like you you seen what exactly what happened yeah and so her idea was then to put like a like a straight line like a pinstripe line and then all these little tiny leaves on it, like a like a little fucking um, like a version of like the florally of the Cadillac symbol leaves that go around the Cadillac symbol. Okay, thing. yeah. yeah. Uh, so she wanted that around both nipples, and then kind of going <laughs> down the straight scar that was going from her nipple straight down towards the ground. Yeah. So 
I mean, she drew it on paper how she wanted it. It like real simple, like a like on with a pen, like yeah. a child did, did it. Yeah. Like you yeah. could do it and shit, like whoever. Yeah. So I did it around both her nipples. It kind of covered it, I guess, the best it could. She came back, like maybe a week or two later, and wanted the same ivy vine she was calling it so just like a one single straight like a like a bold line with yeah. these little leaves coming off of it okay these yeah like little fucking uh yeah just yeah. little leaves yeah so uh she came back two weeks later and wanted it to go from like the crack of her pussy up up her hips going around to her back down like and around each side of her butthole <laughs> So, and then she's explaining to me that she goes to, uh, to fucking the, the nudes a popping thing, like where the fucking, uh, where the nudist people go. Okay. It's a, it's like some kind of ranch, I think not far from here even, or like a couple hours from here. And uh-huh. then the people go and get naked and, and play volleyball and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so I guess she gets naked and fucking she wanted to be all fucking ivied up and shit. <laughs> Poison ivy? All around her, uh, all her parts and shit. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I did it. Yeah. So I, I did it from the crack of her pussy yeah. up around her hips on each butt cheek around her butthole, like back bar, up on her pussy lips every uh, everywhere. <laughs> and uh, which wasn't even that, that's not even that crazy. But then she came back, I swear it was like maybe six or seven months later. Yeah. And she had a tummy tuck surgery, uh-huh. which then she, it took, must like a, took like a slab out the whole part of her stomach and <laughs> yeah. shit. They yeah. had like half the fucking vines on it <laughs> oh, and shit. Yeah. So now the vines that made a pattern that I put on, yeah. all the pattern is all chaos now and shit because they put the two together. So now there's just, like spaghetti lines going fucking everywhere. So then she needed me to make more lines from those lines. Yeah. So by the end of it, she just looked like she was fucking oh, man. Ivy line pinstriped out. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frank and Ivy. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, she's probably, I mean, I can't imagine she's alive now. That was like fucking 15, 20 years ago. Oh, right? yeah. Fuck. You were at Flesh Gear for that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess it was like maybe 15. Seven, yeah, probably like sixteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's out there, man. She's, <laughs> she's got some pinstripe. Oh over. shit, she's all over the map. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is there designs um, that gets uh, done done by other people? You have to touch up a lot. Uh no, I mean, if I have to redo someone else's shit, I'll just kind of use that as it, as if it's the stencil and then just go over it in a cleaner version of itself. Mm-hmm. Dress it up, add a leaf or two or a fucking star <laughs> or a flame. Some vines. <laughs> and an ivy vine around, <laughs> it, yeah, around his butthole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, you do anything else uh, other than doing tattoos? I know I've seen on your... On your YouTube, you do a lot of uh, painting and stuff. Yeah, spray painting I did for I seen the, uh, maybe the like a year. The videos of you doing the shop, even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see, just look up Red Moon Tattoos on, uh, on on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you can see the cringe of me trying to make something cool out of painting. Uh, yeah, no, it looks good, dude. 
the the shop does. Yeah, I was trying it to the to the muse the uncopyrighted music for a while like because <laughs> I was thinking one day I was gonna like I don't know I was gonna I was gonna get paid from them or something. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't have my copyrights going away. And then after I figured out, no one gave a fuck. And then I just started using fucking whatever music. Oh. Okay. Like if it does yeah. take off, then like I don't know, the Suicide Boys are gonna get a fucking little bonus. <laughs> They're gonna get like two dollar checks in the mail or something from my painting video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I seen you you do it like uh out on the walls and stuff too, uh like outside and graffiti spots. <laughs> yeah. Do some uh, wild rose rose work. Yeah, I was playing uh playing graffiti guy this pandemic time. Yeah, over the pandemic, like around that like couple months before I really started like trying to wrap my head around like the process of like making the images I wanted to make with the medium of spray paint. Uh-huh. So I mean that that was really fun to try and figure out. Yeah. It's expensive as fuck. For yeah. sure. I, now every time I look at graffiti pieces out there, I can almost see a price tag on each one. Like, <laughs> like goddamn. Like, I mean, unless all the people are sponsored and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I look at pieces and it's like, man, that that took that dude 120, 150 <laughs> bucks in in spray paint to make that shit. Yeah, you know? right. That, you can it's only crazy. Do so much with one can. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You can do no. Multiple colors and multiple. Yeah, I mean your big ass, big ass wall wall sh- sh- designs, murals and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it is strictly for the love of it, and I mean that's kind of the thing to figure out with graffiti is always like, well, what, why, you know, why, why would somebody spend a hundred and forty bucks to go put it on something that's gonna be power washed off in a in a month possibly or have someone else spray paint over it and shit you know and yeah i guess it is just the ultimate kind of flex almost you know just <laughs> <Yeah>. to kind of <laughs> they they tag their stuff up snap a photo and then <laughs> yeah i guess it would be yeah else. all for the photo i guess it can be you know memorialized in a, in a video <laughs> if you make a video or a picture but yeah. but yeah for the most part i mean that's kind of only recently people started doing that. So, yeah. I mean, all the years, all the way to the beginning, people were doing it just for possibly a picture. Yeah. But, yeah, mainly just Get, to... Getting their names up on the trains and shit. <laughs> blowing art wads and just kind of doing exactly what they want to be doing, you know, with nobody being like, you know... It's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> yeah, or even like somebody paying you to do something, you're always going to have to compromise your overall vision towards what they're visioning or you know whatever and chances are they're not a fucking artist yeah so you're uh you're now collaborating with like you know joe's pizza owner and fucking you know karen over there (laughs) yeah you do any kind of like i don't know whether they call that commercial work or anything like that anyone hit you up to to have murals done or whatever yeah i uh no, I I didn't really w- put myself out there too much available for that. It was uh, just for you and having fun. Kind of, yeah. I did the inside of like a permanent uh makeup place uh in Naperville. Yeah. Uh, it's real yeah, a real nice place. And mm-hmm. uh but I I it was real paranoid about dust and everything. I mean, you spray yeah. paint inside everything is going to have dust on it yeah. in the whole place. That oh, yeah. You'll be finding dust under shit for the next years unless you really <laughs> put make a fucking Dexter kill room around your, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Around your painting. 
plastic it all up. Yeah. <laughs> I know also uh, you have um, glass glass blowing you've done, which turned out really good, good some of that stuff. Yeah. Are you still doing any of that? Uh, mostly just personal on my, like if, if I need a piece or like my friend wants a piece, like I'll do it. Um, I mean, luckily when I got into it, uh, there was like a crazy surge on people online buying, uh, especially like character pieces. Rick and Morty was crazy. Oh yeah. Every time I made a Rick (laughs) and the glass pieces were going for so expensive. Yeah. Every time I made a Rick, somebody would offer and the next person would offer more money yeah. until people wanted to pay, you know, two fifty, three hundred dollars for the for just like little pendants and yeah. shit, you know. So Damn. uh it kind of died off as like the Rick and Morty craze died uh, pickle Rick yeah kind of drove everybody into the fucking uh <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah. Now now they want the the baby Yoda. Is like the yeah <laughs> Yeah, Pickle Rick turned into like the uh like the I'm Rick James bitch. Okay, yeah. To the like it just burned it out mad yeah. hard. So yeah. Uh the rush on on pieces and high end people wanting expensive pieces from me kind of died out, but yeah. I mean, I I kind of my goal it took like maybe around 7 grand uh to get the shit to blow glass at my studio, you know. Oh, the, is that where you do it at the studio? Yeah, yeah. Like the exhaust fan and the kiln and the torch and the the glass and yeah. you know the tools and shit. How, all, how did you uh, learn how to do that? You, YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent on YouTube. Oh shit! So yeah, if you want to blow glass, man, you can just. There's hours of demos and. Uh-huh. I don't know how many demos I fell asleep to watching because, <laughs> yeah. man, you watch people uh, fucking, it, it's beautiful. And yeah, that the process is, really... is beautiful, but yeah. in the end, you are just watching somebody calmly rotate like a, a yeah. like a glowing marshmallow in a flame. <laughs> yeah. So it puts yeah. you right to sleep if there's any fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really calming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit. You do like any kind of uh, bubblers or anything? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, Pipe, rigs, pipes, <laughs> yeah, pipes, yeah, uh, rigs, dab rigs, uh, Sherlock's, yeah, uh, hitters. Oh shit! I, I really like sculpting uh-huh. with glass. Is probably my leg up with knowing how to, you know, design reference pictures to to be applicable to fucking. Uh, I don't know. To, Turn it into yeah, glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's kind of maybe what I had right off the bat over a lot of other people that were just kind of starting glass that weren't artistic or have a job in the art. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was lucky for that. But pretty much once I made enough money off that to kind of make it to where it paid for itself. Yeah. Then I can kind of totally put it in the category where I love the most is like a, like just passion project shit. Like I do it just for the fucking, yeah. like I'm a soul glass blower now, you know, like uh-huh. if I want to make you a, a pipe or whatever, like I can spend five hours and do that. I don't have to get an order from some kid and then spend five hours on it and it breaks. And then I, yeah. I'm like, Oh fuck. And uh-huh. I have to spend five more hours and, you know, start going 
all crazy mentally trying to keep up with myself about it. I can just yeah, kind of just have it as something that I can use strictly for enjoyment. Uh huh. Is there a piece you you you're currently working on or anything? Or are you? No, no. I just right. usually make like one sitting pieces for friends and even yeah. myself, or mm-hmm. if somebody online or Instagram will hit me up and uh want something that I feel like I can make really quality wise yeah. well then I, then I'll take a stab at it. Yep. <laughs> Have you had to uh deal with any any shitty customers come in you know complaining about anything no. that they had done or no because yeah. all shitty fucking customers live on Yelp. <laughs> yeah. And every time I look at Yelp, I see one more motherfucker on there that I'd like to just show up in there fucking be like pop out of their closet at them and shit. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't even, I swear to fucking God, this lady came in and asked me for a, for a fucking donation for her, um, for a thing. She was having like a fundraiser thing or whatever. So I wrote her a fucking gift certificate. Yeah. I don't know, 25 bucks probably or 25 bucks is, is, kind of my go-to yeah. if somebody has a fundraiser or okay yeah. the fire department comes in and they're having a picnic or whatever yeah so I, I she comes in and told me i don't even know what her cause was she was just yeah. wanted a gift certificate so i fucking <laughs> gave her one and, and later on that day she wrote me a fucking two-star review saying that the fucking decor in my shop was a little dark for her taste <laughs> well what does that matter <laughs> she didn't even get tattooed she didn't even sit down and Smell the air for ten minutes. She didn't care enough not to take that donation, though. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> she still, still took that donation from you, though. The gift certificate yeah, wasn't going out of here. here. <laughs> get the hell out of here, lady. You don't even know. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. This other lady, I, man, I, I did these fl- these black and gray flowers on her forearm. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of her arm, she had like like crappy versions of like black and gray flowers okay. so i smoked out the whole top of her arm it looked sweet as best as i could do yeah. what she wanted and shit yeah and she goes and leaves me like a two or three star review saying uh like he was okay but it was a little too much money than she was trying to spend or whatever and it's like man like just say that like i give everybody a price up front or whatever like uh-huh. i mean she was telling me that it was way better and she's gonna come back and have me redo the other one but <laughs> but yeah i mean yelp reviews will be the death of me i gotta figure out how to like block that from myself so oh yeah so i can't even look at what like because <laughs> i've been open fucking 10 years now yeah and there's like 12 yelp reviews uh-huh you know, so like the the fucking eight people that decided to do it, yeah, and you know, like two of them are like ex girlfriends of mine, and like maybe like fucking Jeremy wrote me a review to be nice or something. Like, like I don't know, like the, the dagger. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the people that like don't matter the most and shit. Like, will will totally like leave you like the craziest review and just fuck up your day. Yeah, yeah, it could be a million good ones, but that one or two bad ones that's eat at you and then i messaged the girl back and, and i was like the like because i seen the girl who wrote the review and uh and i was like well i i mean i just tattooed her two weeks ago and she was thrilled with her fucking tattoo yeah so i mean i, I like i have to message her now I, I fucking looked her up on facebook and shit sent her a message and like i was like you really feel that way about the tattoo i mean i'm just asking you like honestly because 
you really seemed like you were really blown away, like you loved it. Yeah. And she was like, did you seriously just read my review and kind and, and cut like stalk my Facebook page and message me about this? <laughs> like, that's what she answered me with. So then I was like, oh uh, yeah, of course I did. You know, like, fuck, I just tattooed you like a fucking week ago. So yeah, I have your number still. So I mean, yeah, I fucking sent you a message and I want an explanation. So, so then she screen posted that and like put it on like the review. She went back on Yelp and put like oh, my response on there. So like, oh, I, I told her like her like Karen Powers were oh, like, yeah. were gleaming or some shit. Oh, Karens. So yeah. So if you ever want to fucking. Yeah. Do me a favor, you can leave me like a five star Yelp review. And <laughs> cancel out the fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave you one. <laughs> <laughs> you do up the percentage, man. I'll be like, screw them Karen's five stars. <laughs> yeah. A five star interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's uh you have an opinion on that Ink Master uh T V show? You ever watch that or anything? Get into that any? Uh, I ask all the all the tattoo I mean, I, artists. I watch it. I watch it, and it's it's so like the more the higher the episodes get, the higher the seasons get, the yeah. more cringy it gets. Uh huh. Just mad cringy on the fucking <laughs> like like I every time I see it, all I can imagine is that they line them all up and they have like a fucking you, you know like when a when somebody comes out like the uh like a comedian or some shit. Yeah. Like he'll come out and hey, are you guys ready to, to be on Ink Master? And they'll oh, all yeah. like shake their heads and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, you guys don't want to go home, right? And they're like, no. <laughs> and, and then they take those yes and no's. Uh-huh. And then every time like they want them to say yes and no, then they like uh-huh. edit those reactions in with shit. Like Oliver okay. Peck will be like, oh, are you guys ready for doing tongue tattoos? And and then, like, everybody will be like, oh! Like, fucking... Like, I know they're not reacting to the shit. So, like, the editing is cringe, for sure. Oh, yeah. Always made me glad. Like, the, the first two seasons, I definitely tried out for Ink Master Season 2. Yeah. And I didn't make it on it. They didn't... I Maybe I didn't have enough fucking... What, what, what is that like to try... What is the tryout process for that? I, I mean, I went to like an open tryout downtown where I like sat in like the fucking... In some like high-rise building for like six hours yeah. before I had like some one-on-one interview with some old lady uh-huh. that fucking... <laughs> asked me why I think I should be on and you know what I <laughs> what I have to bring to the table and oh. shit and was she uh, probably like a uh I had a portfolio a TV, a TV show uh, person I, I imagine like probably didn't know what even what tattooing was about or anything <laughs> yeah it, I I mean they told me just to ask these questions I don't even know what it is <laughs> I mean judging by the people that I see on there it seems like they have like all OGs on there yeah. mixed with like the loudmouth scratchers okay you know like yeah like all, all the people that are like loudmouth big personality are the people that are like scratchers like you can yeah. hire yeah. 20 of those from every city and shit <laughs> right right and then they'll have them up against like fucking clean rock and shit yeah who, who even like like he was like he when i started tattooing he was famous and like yeah in the magazines and shit so almost like seeing him they'll be like oh we have like cap 
20 Captain Nobodies and then Clean Rock 1 and then fucking Jimmy Litwalk and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, so so what? Is this like a fucking skateboard contest where like Tony Hawk marches out and like Nigel Houston and then like they have like fucking like me and you walk in and shit? <laughs> right, right. Like, well, this guy can't fucking hard flip off the vert ramp. What the fuck? <laughs> What's a kickflip? <laughs> I can ollie a skateboard. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I love like uh cringing at it and i love like every time nunez says that a tattoo is shitty i always love to to say that like if i was that guy (laughs) my exact words would be okay i got 10 grand of my own money i want you to fucking sit down and yeah you take a stab at this fucking tattoo. yeah 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 that's how i uh, felt every time that that he goes off because I, I just recently watched like season one or two on on fucking netflix and yeah. josh woods is on there he did that uh he did that fruit that fruit piece he did like a big strawberry on the hand and like a mango and a fucking blueberries and shit <laughs> and it looked fucking sweet yeah. and all of them are like all oh, the proportions weird and shit it's like what were you wanting them to do like blueberry sized blueberries and a strawberry sized <laughs> strawberry on the hand yeah. The, the fucking shit you could see each fucking seed on the strawberry glimmer and shit the wow factor was blowing my fucking wad and yeah. nunez is like well it's just not right i'm like dude nunez <laughs> fucking I, go look at his fucking instagram page you're gonna have to go down 40 fucking scrolls before you even seen some half-cocked dickhole <laughs> tattoo that he does he's such a pussy yeah I, I, <laughs> so not a fan of that uh I'm not a fan of him. I yeah. mean, he seemed he seemed like the guy that like uh, that everybody's mom wants to fuck. Like when they take their daughter to get tattoos, they're like, "Oh, we we want Chris because he's the sexy guy." Yeah. In, in uh, like all of them, you know, even in because I, I watched Miami Ink like a simp back back yeah. in the day. I have to say, and yeah. fucking, I mean, all the girls that seemed to want to get tattooed by him were all oh, he's hot and he's yeah. Hot. Yeah, he's they're hot. all jocking him up. It's hot. I know a lot of hot girls that tattoo like dog shit, you know, <laughs> and he's kind of like the on TV version of the hot chick. Yeah, that tattoos like shit, but people are like willing because he's mm-hmm. he's cute. Yeah, know. and he's on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, well, since this uh, COVID started, had have you had to? Uh, do any extra uh, safety uh, measures uh, with the shop or anything, or it, was it already, you know, pretty, you know, safety, safety up to begin with? I mean, it was all safety up to begin with. Yeah, I, I mean, it it really did open up pretty much what I always wanted it to be. It yeah. gave me the excuse to to tell people like, no, you're not bringing fucking 20 of your friends in with. Yeah. So I can now put the sign on the door that says you come alone to your fucking appointment. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, so kind of probably helped to help that. Yeah. And wear a mask and don't even fucking breathe on me. And it yeah. fucking, it helps even too. Cause I mean, a lot of people like the fucking eyeball, like, I guess if it if I had an unwritten rule, I'd like to kind of write on the ceiling and everywhere that people can see while they're getting tattoos yeah. is don't look while I'm tattooing you, you know, okay, yeah, especially yeah. if I'm tattooing your shoulder uh-huh. and your fucking face is like right by my face. Oh uh-huh, yeah, trust, trust, trust the artist. Dude, there's no use work. If you're working on someone's chest and they're mad, just like breathing, like you can feel their breath. Yeah. There's no nice. I have not found a nice way to tell people that I can feel your fucking breath, dude. Yeah. Like I've told people, listen, your breath isn't bad. I could just feel it 
on my face. So just don't look at my fucking... <laughs> don't look, dude. Just yeah. wait until you're done. Yeah. Until I'm done to look at it. Yeah. So I guess that uh, would be the nicest way. Eh, could you kind of just wait till you know, I'm done to look at it? And But COVID making to where you can say, don't bring your friends to the appointment. And there's yeah. not a big why and oh, yeah. this and that. Yeah. You can just say, like, that's how it is. The city told me that. Yeah, right. You know, so... uh so yeah, that's nice to not have to deal with. Uh, I gotta follow the rules. You know, yeah, Uncle <laughs> Terry and Mom coming in and the sister coming in and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, just be like, okay, everybody's waiting in the car while you're getting your ten minute, uh, fucking infinity symbol. <laughs> you know? Yeah, your ribbon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what info or um, tips or anything you have? For someone who's thinking of getting like their first tattoo, maybe they don't have a, an idea or... Maybe just reinforcing that you uh, don't get a tattoo of a background. Yeah. Uh, anybody who comes in and has a background idea for their idea also puts a, a probably a bad taste in anybody's mouth when somebody wants a whole arm full of trees or... Or fucking flames or smoke or clouds or, yeah. you know, whatever the fuck. Like, you have to come in with like... The foreground picture preferably okay you know like a main topic yeah tell people you know what interests you what yeah. kind of image will remind you of the thing that when you look at it it strikes these feelings in you you know what uh-huh. uh yeah you know what's your kid's favorite toy what's your grandfather's favorite tool what's right. your fucking uncle's favorite car well, yeah. whatever you're trying to do, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite show? Yeah, uh, all that shit. Go there and then get big pictures in the big area. So you know, if if your dad fucking was in the tools and you put a big fucking wrench on your arm and put dad through it, you know, make the wrench fill up whatever spark. You know, your forearm make it big enough to where, yeah, you know, it, it fills the spot nice. I mean, right. I guess depending. Right. Plus, someone will see it and you know they. Can, will ask you about it and you have, you know, the ability to tell them the story and stuff. I mean, I guess that's not like an overall, I, I guess that's more of a rule. Like I, I would say if you're going to get tattooed by me, that's going to be the best mindset to be in to get the best result from me. Right. There's probably a hundred million artists out there that can work with a hundred million different ideas. If you go and tell them you want trees all over your arm, they'll, <laughs> they'll do it sweet. You know, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm more of the main idea type person right uh come in and get your main idea to fill it up and then if you want any extras you want some smoke or some flames or some whatever's around it you can yeah the background's like together. A, a secondary idea it shouldn't be the first the first thing that you're trying to get yeah it should That's be kind of like the a small filler shit. not a a thriller <laughs> yeah, yeah the small shit that kind of fills it all together right well i got uh one last one for you um and that's uh, if you have any advice for someone who's interested in becoming a, a tattoo artist. Um, I mean, I would say to get tattooed a lot, mm -hmm. get tattooed by good people and people that like are doing the the quality of work that you wish to be tattooing like one day. Okay. Um, need to sharpen up their drawing skills or draw a lot or. Yeah, I mean, if there's a local artist or somebody that's, like, within driving distance that can make nice, clean tattoos that you really like their style, yeah. uh, make an appointment with them, like, for every two weeks. 
and every two weeks come in, you know, get your legs all, or get one of your legs all tattooed up by that person and look at how they hold their machine, look at what kind of ink they're using, what kind of, you know, ask them about their needles, fucking all sorts of shit. Yeah. And then uh, when you're ready to take a stab at it, fucking uh, maybe ask that person what kind of money amount that it will take for that person to give you the knowledge that they've been working 20 years and trial and erroring through just to give you the meat and cheese Mm -hmm. so you can get there the quickest way possible. Right. Maybe he'll say 10 grand, 20 grand. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck people each say, but uh, I mean, apprenticeship and learn, learn it all. Give that person, you know, hopefully it's a reliable person to give them a good do, do good work and give them what they'd be happy to teach you for a year or two. And then the other leg that they haven't tattooed, that's for you to practice on. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, he's... <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, John, thanks for uh, coming in and uh, answering a few questions for all the listeners. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. Go check out... Jo- oh, you want to uh, plug plug any... Uh, plug your shop, plug uh, the YouTube, plug uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Everything's Red Moon Tattoos. My Instagram is John Demetralius, John underscore Demetralius. You're probably going to be in the description of something somewhere because uh-huh. my last name is impossible to spell. Oh, yeah, I'll have it so, all uh, in the descriptions and stuff, links for all that. So go and check that out, and I'll blast them all over uh, the, the Instagram and the uh, Facebook page too. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, it was fun. Hell yeah, dude, thanks for coming in. Thanks. Peace.